You are listening to episode 46 of the Live Free Podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine, because we are starting. Hey there. Thank you so much for joining me today for a bonus episode. Today's bonus episode is a success story with Alexa Burns, one of the mamas from my Overwhelmed to Overbooked program. Alexa reached out to me back in December and said she noticed a lot of people asking the question, how do you convince someone to hire you when you are a beginner? She was able to beat that hurdle. And today on the podcast, she is going to share with you her journey of becoming a work-at-home mom and an in-demand Pinterest expert but also how you can convince someone to hire you even if you are a beginner. So without further ado, Mama, let's go meet Alexa. Alexa, welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I am so excited to have you on today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. Well, before we dive in, we're talking today all about kind of like your experience as a work-at-home mom as a freelancer. And we're going to dive into more of like that getting started when you're a beginner, especially when someone says they want someone with experience and maybe you know you can do it, but you don't have that experience. So how do you like still land the client? We're going to dive into that. But before we get into all of that fun goodness, I would just love if you could take a few minutes to introduce yourself for maybe those listening that don't know you from the course group. Yeah, of course. So I am a mom of three. I have a five-year-old daughter, a three-year-old son, and a one-year-old son. I live in Kansas City. I do hair outside of the home, and I teach yoga outside of the home. But I've always kind of worked around my husband's schedule for the hair, and then the yoga, I get to bring my kiddos with me. So I was looking for a way to make some more income without having to invest in daycare and without having to put my kiddos in daycare. So I signed up for Michaela's course group. Yeah. And when did you sign up? I signed up in June of 2018. I was going to say, yeah, you, I knew you were summer. Okay. Yeah. And then that was the best investment I ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then I turned into a um, Pinterest strategist, which is by far my favorite job out of the Three. So you, I want to talk kind of more about like how you got started freelancing. If you could back up, like how did you end up coming to find or hear about freelancing? So I believe I found you in the Omamas group on Facebook. And I've always been trying to figure out something I could do from home. So I think I follow, I signed up for your email 
and then you would send me emails and I would kind of like, yeah, whatever. And then I finally finally opened it and I'm so glad I did. (laughs) Open my emails, people. Yes. Just teasing. I watched your free video. I was like, yeah, I want to do this. I can do this. And so you signed up and then you got started and tell me about like your first months, like in the program and trying to land clients. Like, I just want to hear the honest truth of like what it took from you from the very beginning to kind of where you're at now, because I know it wasn't super fast for you. And I know there were some like, not struggles, I don't want to say struggles, but just like I'm so proud of you because you, you've you had some challenges and you kept going, you stayed focused, you never gave up. And I just want to kind of share that with everyone out there so they can see real stories of, of what it looks like. Because as we do these success stories, I don't want to just share like the ones that sign up and land their money back in two weeks and then everything is golden because I, I just really, truly want to show a realistic picture of, of what it looks like. Yeah. So when I first started in June, my whole goal was to initially land my husband's company for social media management. And I thought it'd be so easy. It's a small company. And I went ahead and pitched to the owner several times through like email and whatnot. And finally, I got a meeting with him and I sat down and I did land him. It was harder than I thought it would be. But, you know, you're in that place where you don't have a whole lot of experience yet. And then I was like, okay, well, I can just keep doing this. And I kind of worked in the Facebook groups and I just wasn't having a whole lot of success. But one of the ladies who's actually in the group filled out your hire form, which is great. And I subcontracted for her for a little while and it went really well. I was really glad I did that. But then I decided that I really didn't like social media (laughs) management. So I decided to switch to Pinterest. So I invested in another course to teach me how to manage Pinterest. It actually wasn't a course that taught you how to manage Pinterest accounts. It was a course that taught bloggers how to run their own Pinterest accounts. So I kind of used your course for all that knowledge and then a little bit of her course and just combined them together to begin running Pinterest accounts. So that's when I kind of got to the point where my subcontracting position had ended with the lady in the group, which I knew it would. It was a seasonal position. And I had invested in this course and I knew what I was doing. I felt really confident. I knew how to be a VA from your course and I knew how to run Pinterest from her course. And I couldn't find anybody to give me a chance. I'd go get on all these discovery calls. I would pitch, pitch, pitch in Facebook groups, Facebook Messenger, all these things. And I would get to almost to the close, almost to the, yeah, sure, send me the invoice. Yeah. Right before I would send them the invoice, they would ask for an example of my work. And every time I would be honest, I'd say, hey, you know, I'm just starting out. That's why my prices are a little bit lower. And every single time they would shut down, they would backtrack and be like, oh, I think I'm going to go a different direction. Or why don't you come back once you have the experience? And so I actually posted in the amazing course group Mm -hmm. about my struggle, which I think the course group has been the most valuable part of the course. I mean, obviously, I learned so much from the course, but it's just so great to have so many amazing women who support each other. The support and community is hands down 
I think why so many people are, are successful because I mean, content can only get you so far and like the how to, but you've got to have that support and that community behind you, like wanting you to be successful and cheering you on. And I like the course group is my favorite part of the course too, (laughs) because it's just everyone like technically is competing for not, I, I don't like the word competing, but like, you know, we're all service providers and we're all trying to get clients but it's not competitive. It's let's do this together. And I think that is such a huge, huge part of everyone in that signs up for my course for their success. So I posted in the group and one of the ladies in the group, I posted my problem. I was like, I keep pitching and I'm almost to the sale and I'm almost to the sign. And they keep wanting to see an example of my work. And I just don't have anybody who's willing to give me a shot to have an example to give to anyone else. And so one of the lovely ladies in the group, she's also a Pinterest strategist. She Uh let me take over her Pinterest from, I think I took it over for a month and I got her some good results. I got her some great click through and she was so excited. And I think that the main thing I wanted to focus on with this was like, when you do the free work or the, for the testimonials, like take it so seriously. Because there are so many people that I've worked with that have done work for me in exchange for a testimonial, and they've done such an amazing job. And I just, every single time I see them comment on something, I'm like, yes, she's amazing. Do it. Like, they'll support you and they'll back you up. And it's more than just like the one time where they write something down or something to put in your portfolio. They're just, they're going to shout you out. And that's what the lady who did, I ran her Pinterest for, she did for me. She actually posted in the Gold Diggers group that I did a great job and she showed some screenshot shots of my work. And that's how I landed my first two clients. That's amazing. I think it's like so important to take the free work seriously. And there's been some people who have taken it somewhat seriously. And I, I, you know, I gave them the testimonial and they did do a good job, but like the ones who just go above and beyond, you just want to like shout it from the rooftops. Like, yes, hire them. They're amazing. Yeah. I think it was you who said this in the course group. Maybe it was you or maybe it was someone else. Someone mentioned something and we were talking about giving like deadlines for clients, like how long will it take you to do X, Y, and Z? But someone was like, you know, it's always better to give a bigger deadline, like longer for the client. And so when you, when you do do it, they're just blown away. That might've been me. It might (laughs) have been I would say. Because I mean, every time someone I'm talking, I'm like, okay, so when can I expect this? And they say, oh, I'll have it done for you tonight. I'm like, I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. I'm like, yes, yes. I'm going to get this done tonight. And then they don't send it to me. And I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. You told me you were going to get that to me. That is my biggest pet peeve versus someone who says, oh, I will have that to you in three days. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. Like I get it. You have other clients, like you're busy, totally understand three days. I'm excited for it. And then that person hands it to me the next day. I'm blown away. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. They went above and beyond. It was like fast and efficient. And now I want to keep working with them because it was such that good experience. And I love what you said about the free work and, and taking it, like treating it like a pain gig, because even though work, you might be doing work for free in the beginning and you don't have to, that's just one route to go. 
it's really a great route to go in. Like Alexa, when you're getting down there, you are like about to land the client and they want, they want to see that you have results, that you've done it before. And so you want to have that case study to show like, here's an account I managed beyond just like, oh, I know how to do it. Because some services really do lend to people wanting to see proof. And Pinterest strategists, social media strategists, Facebook ads, those are ones where people are like, okay, I want to see proof. And treating the free work as a paying gig, it, it can pay off in so many more ways than just getting that testimonial. It allowed you to get new clients, future clients. Like that person maybe does didn't end up hiring you on or paying you long term, but they are using you now, like giving you referrals. Yes. And it's it's just so awesome. So since that initial kind of lull where no one would hire you and then finally you got that experience, where's your business at now? Well, it kind of took off after that. I did the same thing. So even once you've done the free work and you land those first couple of clients, I mean, I had the other clients, but this was Pinterest related, which you know, in this world, it's completely different. So once I landed those two clients, I kind of went above and beyond for them as well because I was just starting out. And I took one client from zero monthly viewers to well over 200K in like five weeks. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I was like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. They did great and they were seeing like really good click through on the pins I was making and they were seeing a direct correlation in between their between the pins I made and the cells they were making. Yeah. And so they did the same thing unexpectedly where they shouted me out in a Facebook group and I landed even more clients. And so I went from there and I finally purchased a website because like Michaela says, you don't need a website until <laughs> you're there. Thank you for listening. <laughs> so I started my website and I've been getting, I've been doing a lot of coaching calls and setup projects. And right now I'm a little overwhelmed and overbooked. <laughs> I'm in all the good ways. In all yes, the good yes. ways. In the completely best ways. I am totally overbooked because I had another client do the same thing. I actually had two more clients do the same thing. So I think if you just, I don't ask them to do this. I think if you just really go above and beyond in the free work in the beginning and once you get those clients, just like under promise and over deliver. And it's exactly, just, it's just so amazing. I feel like I've been doing really well, especially having just really started on the Pinterest thing. And I think I landed my first client in November. And I already have about seven monthly retainers and quite a few coaching calls and one off. Pro- I do a lot of setup and optimizations for them. So that's awesome. It that was awesome. quite a bit slower of a start than some of the women in the group. But I feel like now I'm like, oh my gosh, I never expected to be this far. My goals were way lower than this. Yeah. And, but I mean, still in the grand scheme of things, you started six months ago. Yeah, and in the online space, we're so we like want stuff now, and like the age of Amazon and like text messages and everything. We want stuff now, and when when we get started, and maybe our our journey or our success doesn't come as fast as we see others, it can just be hard, and we forget that sometimes like building a business can take more than putting ourselves out there one week or one month. So you've truly have been someone who shined. You came in, you got started, you did the work and just have stayed with it. And I want to see if we could get a behind the scenes peek of maybe what you do for your clients and what, what it looks like to be a Pinterest manager. 
Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12-month payment plan to our program, the Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just $147. If you go to go.michaelaquinn.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the How to Build Your Business from Start to Finish course, Skills Training, the Job Leads Board, the Coaching Calls, the Student Community Facebook Group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.michaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. So I go in and I send my clients branding questionnaires and I figure out a lot about them and their business and I kind of stalk them a little bit through their website and their social medias to kind of get a feel for them and their business. And then I take that and I implement it into their Pinterest strategy and I pin for them. I pin like their content and I pin content that's relevant to them and I send it out. Um, and I use Tailwind to schedule all their pins so I can work during nap times and after bedtime and just whenever I want, whenever I have a free moment. Yeah. So Pinterest is a platform that a lot of businesses use. It's like a search engine that businesses use, especially businesses that are either product-based, they have blogs, they're content-based. Even like Pottery Barn, Nordstrom, like Target, big businesses use Pinterest to drive traffic to their website. Yeah. And it's not accidental. It's not like, oh, here, let me just do this and it's going to get traffic. No, there's like a strategy and, and a science behind it. And Alexa manages that strategy and that science behind it. Yeah. So you took a course to learn the, the strategy. What course did you take? I took the course by Redefining Mom. Oh, Monica. Yeah. I love her courses. She, I purchased her pin practical ads course. Oh yeah. I purchased the, just the pin practical one. Pin practical. I love Monica. She's, she's awesome. She's a great teacher. If you guys want to learn how to be a Pinterest manager, we'll link Monica's courses in the show notes. I have affiliate links to those and I'm sure Alexa does as well. They are really good to teach the strategy and like the skill set of here's how to do do this skill. And you can sign up for, for her courses and then learn that skill and then go implement and do that for tons of other businesses. So Alexa, how do you juggle the Pinterest manager and being a mom and you have your hairstyling business and being a yoga instructor? How do they all like fit together? So I work around, like I said in the beginning, I work around my husband's schedule for the hair and I bring my kiddos with me to teach yoga. They just stay in the gym daycare while I teach my classes. And then what's nice is that after I get to use some of that childcare time, 
to work on some of my Pinterest and I work during nap times and after bedtime, which is so nice because you can schedule everything when the kiddos are sleeping and most of my clients don't care that I am working at weird hours and I email them at different hours. They can just email me back whenever. And I did land a client for Pinterest management that she photographs for Lululemon. So that was kind of a fun yeah, that right? is super cool. Yeah. Does it come with a discount on clothes? Because that would be amazing. Um, I get a discount for being a yoga teacher, I believe, at Lulu. Oh, I've never tried their stuff because it's so expensive. I just can't stomach it, but it is so pricey. That's why I said I think I get I know I get one for Athleta, but I've never tried Lulu because it is pretty pricey. Yeah. But it is, she did mention that since I teach yoga, she thought it would be a nice tie in. And I got, she picked me versus other people due to that. So you can definitely tie in your current careers and land clients that way with whatever you do. Yeah. Your interest, your like previous jobs, all of that can really tie in and help you land clients. I know I got a lot of clients because I was a mom and the owner, the businesses that I was working with, their target audience was moms. And so they were like, you, I want to work with you because you are a mom. You get the person that I'm trying to, to target and reach and become a customer or a client. Yes. So absolutely. So where do you see your business going? Uh, you've started it. It's been six, six months. Are you looking to cut back on hairstyling or cut out teaching yoga and just do Pinterest full time? Or do you like do you like the variety? I just want to hear like your next goals and where you're going from here. Um, I do like the variety. I love teaching yoga. I don't think I'll give that up. Maybe hair eventually, but a little bit further. I still really enjoy it. And I really enjoy getting out of the house a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still trying to figure out what my next steps are. I did have to take on a VA because I am so <laughs> overbooked at the moment, but I'm going to try and start a blog on my Pinterest site. So that kind of all tied in together and just focus on shifting more clients towards me that way and maybe have my VA ramp up her hours <laughs> to just take on a little bit of my work so that I can hire on even more and then hopefully just really begin to monetize the blog and the Pinterest and just have, you know, several streams of income coming in. That is awesome. I I love it. And that's incredible that you already have your own VA working with you and helping, helping you in your business and be able to provide that awesome service to your clients. Yeah. As we wrap up this interview, what is your favorite part of being a work at home mom? that I get to enjoy the nice random days outside with my kids. I love having dance parties all the time with my kiddos and being able to not have to put them in daycare and spend all those like little moments, eat lunch together and whatnot with them. Awesome. Awesome. I love, I love that too, except I do do some, some daycare now. I've found as my business has grown, I do not do well so much at the multitasking. And so I like to have, (laughs) I like to have the cut, like, okay, this is your work hat, put on your work hat and like dive all in. This is your mom hat, put on your mom hat and dive all in. But sometimes I might get to that point as well where (laughs) 
I might need the day, but then the like you do, you have the days off where you focus on the kids and then the days where. Yeah, I've, I really like that, that balance right now. I do. Well, I just do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, McLaren goes to school and Thomas is home with me full time though. And so that's, that's where my struggle is now. But <laughs> it's good problems to have. Yes. Well, Alexa, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us how you were able to land the client. And you, I just love how you shared with us how you didn't take that struggle or that roadblock or those no's as this isn't going to work for me. I'm giving up. I love how you saw it as a challenge and something that could be solved. And guys, if you are out there wanting to expand your business and maybe going in a different direction with a new service or you're trying to get started and you're running into the same thing, do not be afraid of doing the free work. There are so many benefits that come from doing work for free in the beginning. The testimonial, the experience, the confidence that that comes from having that experience and that testimonial just can move mountains for your business. So Alexa, thank you so much for coming on and just reminding us that it's okay to have those struggles and how we can push through them. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want to end. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.